right. All right, just starting. No, I say just a little background. You know, I grew up near near a reservation and lived near a number of them since then, different ones in different states. And, uh, you know, they're called Native Americans because they were they were here first. Uh, and uh, as time went on, and as a white man appeared, uh, there were a number of reasons why the Indians didn't like that because they were kind of being forced off their land. Yeah. And the white man was shooting the buffalo, and that was one of the primary sources of food for the Indian. And the white men were shooting the buffalo not to eat, but just to get the hides. And they killed thousands of them. Uh, so anyway, as time went on, uh, the government took over, government meaning the United States, and allocated reservations to the Indians. The Indians were given a parcel of ground uh, that they needed to move to. Uh-huh. Uh, so there were many tricks yeah. of the Indian, you know, finding their uh, de- final destination, you know, the Indian reservations, if you will. And uh, uh, there's a lot of history that's related to all of that. Many, many Indian wars, many, many Indian wars. Yeah. Uh, they were uh, considered savages by many accounts. But on the other hand, and there were many treaties that were established when they first moved to the reservations. And uh, many treaties were violated. Uh, so there was a, a whole bunch of bad things going on within the reservations at that time. Uh, the government would, would appoint a, a superintendent, if you will, a, a person to kind of oversee the reservations. And... Uh, it was a very dishonest affair in many cases. The Indians were allocated a certain amount of food to help them survive. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, that never got to them. Yeah, you know, the uh, Indian agent, if you will, would uh, would profit by it. He'd probably sell it, or they would. Uh, that didn't happen in all cases, but in many cases, it did happen. Yeah. So there were some terrible things that occurred. Uh, which caused a very bad relationship between the Indian and the white man, and which led to many, many Indian wars. Uh, It happened uh, almost in every area. You know, first of all, the the Indian culture was so much different than the white man. Took a lot to get used to and everything. Well, they never did really assimilate very well. But to the Indians, you know, stealing horses was an honorable thing. Yeah. You know, the chief with the most horses was the most honorable chief. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that might sound kind of strange, but uh, that's just how it was. That was that was their culture. Mm-hmm. So to try to get them to blend in with our way of living was a major challenge. You know, uh, because that's just not how they lived. Uh, and of course, they the tribes themselves fought amongst each other. Almost no tribe got along with the neighboring tribe. Yeah. 
uh, there was battles, uh, endless ones, you know, the, uh, because of the uh, hunting grounds and uh, many other reasons for the battles, but a lot of it had to do with their sacred hunting grounds, which they didn't want to share. Yeah. But the other Indians would also need to gather their winter food, so they would, like like it or not, they would uh, they would attempt to use the same hunting grounds, uh-huh. uh, which caused many many battles. There was a time when we lived in South Dakota when the, the wounded knee thing was a, a big issue, and uh, that was recently. That was back in the seventies. And uh, so uh, an organization, the uh, organization of the, of the Indian movement, AIM, yeah. so to speak, was created. And there were some scary times uh, then, even for us, uh, living amongst the Indians at that time. Uh, they were kind of on the, on the war path, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they resolved much of that. Again, when I stayed there, the government and the Indians yeah. got together and uh, was able to resolve a whole bunch of that. You know, on Cooper, in the uh, on the internet, there's just an awful lot of information available for the mm-hmm. trek of the Indians, and it it dates way back. You know, to where uh, you know when Columbus discovered this country, there were Indians there then. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I don't know that, uh, I'm not sure how many tribes were there, but but there was Indian tribes occupying the whole country. Yeah. From the East Coast to the West Coast. And you lived on a uh, reservation during this time, correctly? Right, correct, right? Oh, yes, right. Oh. Either on or right beside one. All right. Mostly we were right on. I was born within a few miles of a reservation. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, since then, we lived... Uh, on, 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 on or near a bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, went to school with Indian boys uh, and girls. Uh, they were, even though they didn't all live on the reservation at that time, some did not. Some yeah. lived uh, uh, on what we call white man's land. Yeah. And, uh, but we were, you know, we never thought much about it. They were, in school with us, they played basketball, yeah. they did everything that we did. And uh, very few uh, since then, though, are full blooded Indian, they're, they're yeah. maybe partial Indian. And one of the downfalls of, uh, of the Indians and on the reservation is they've been provided for by the government, uh, given food, given housing. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't worked well because uh, you know you really have to have you have to should have put a put forth an effort to get something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they didn't need to, and because of that, they didn't have a high regard for what they were given. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see how that would work. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of been the case for a lot of years. Uh, and an example of that when we lived on the fort. Fort Peck Reservation, which is in eastern Montana, uh, they that reservation had a lot of oil wells. They were they were wealthy. Yeah. So a uh, uh, an Indian person 
on that reservation could go pretty much go to a college of their choice and it would be paid for. Mm-hmm. Very few of them did that. Hmm. You know, they just uh, they thought, you know, why would I want to leave here? I'm kind of provided for. I'm, I've got housing and they're giving me food and uh, for and for that I do nothing. Which led ultimately to a case of alcohol abuse because if you don't have a job, don't need to have a job, you have lots of time on your hands. Yep. And that led to nothing but bad things. Uh, you know, the I can remember back in eastern Montana, at least on that reservation that I'm acquainted with, where Indians couldn't buy alcohol. And then come the day when they recognized that, you know, that's not right to deny an American person uh, the rights to do whatever they want to do within reason. So they opened it up and uh, it was it was a mess because uh, then they were really into it. And I don't know, I don't think it's any better to this day, you know, the, uh, mm-hmm. the Indian, that doesn't mean to say that all Indians are alcoholics, it's certainly not true, but they tend to be, well, if you don't have a, a purpose, if you don't have a job, you don't need to have a job, uh, you have endless time on your hands and how do you spend that? Yeah, you get bored and you just oh, kind of, right yeah. away. And, uh, you know, so that has led to enormous issues and problems with the with the Indians on the reservation. Uh, you know, the reservations are treated as almost a, a separate country. Mm-hmm. The, they don't necessarily abide by all of the rules that we abide by mm-hmm. uh, because they are a separate entity. And... Uh, that was agreed to many, many years ago. You know, they don't give an example. Back on the, the reservation in eastern Montana, they they even had their own road. They didn't have to have a driver's license because they kind of had their own roads. They could yeah. Their own. And uh, uh, so they just, they were exempt from a lot of things that uh, that we had to be part of. Uh, because they were Indian, uh, and I and I, and I think that didn't help any either because uh, you know they had to assimilate. They had to be the white man made them attempted to make them equal, but then they had to live our ways, and that, that was too much of a challenge for them. Yeah. I, I think that challenge is less today because they've been living white man's ways for some time. It's hard to just switch from one culture to the next oh, yes, just like really, that. Yeah, and they found it most difficult, and understandably so. Uh, but I've had, I've had many experiences with them. Mm-hmm. But I served in the military with them. I've you know, done everything with them. And... Uh, you know, I don't. I don't know that there's a, a a case of discrimination of any to any great extent, mm-hmm. but certainly there's some. Yeah. You know, yet when we see uh, Indians arriving at Walmart, we we notice it. I don't think we get worried about it or anything. Oh yeah, no. But we certainly notice it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I. Uh, 
and 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 I don't know that that's necessarily a good thing. You know, they 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 attempt to live their lives as we live ours, mm-hmm. and certainly they're as capable as we are. They're just they seem to be not as motivated in some cases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have any questions, uh, Cooper? No, it uh. That seems seems good. Did you like to add anything more, or is that? No, that's pretty well. I, that, that's a brief summation of, uh, mm-hmm. of it. You know, I uh, I'm 87 years old, and I've lived most of those 87 years around Indians. Yeah. And uh, I say, went to school with them. They're they were equal in all ways, as far as I was concerned. Yep. All right.